Welcome to the Tilted Coaching Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. My background is in coaching psychology and organisational consultancy. If it has something to do with people, I'm usually involved and interested, whether it is about personal development, professional development, leadership, relationships, managing or anything else that involves the care of people in some way. A friend of mine encouraged me to do this podcast because he believed that I should bring my insights and my understandings into a really simple bite-sized collection and this is what you have today. I hope you enjoy the Tilted Coaching podcast. Please do rate us if you find it interesting and you can always pop over to our Patreon account to sponsor it. This episode is for those of us who have experienced a level of trauma or challenges or difficulty or crisis in our history and we find that it perpetuates or repeats itself in our adult lives as we move forward. So basically we live in cycles and we live in ways that are based on patterns that we know, ways of survival, ways of protecting ourselves, ways of feeling safe and ways of getting things done. And if our earlier experiences during our developmental years is based around um, crisis, um, trauma, big traumas and little traumas, the big T's and the small T's, so the big T's are the things that we can pinpoint as incidences that were traumatic, um, whereas the little T's are these small developmental traumas that happen that often go unnoticed, but have a particular impact on the way you see the world and respond to the world. Sometimes it it seems that the big T's are easier to manage because it's evident that they are traumatic and impacted us. However, the small T's are a lot harder to acknowledge because they actually were the way we were engaged or they became our normality and there wasn't a big incident or a moment. Um, Now, often as well, the big T's and the small T's interlink. However, what I'm talking about here is how when we have experiences in our past that brought crisis, that put our safety at risk, that, and and in terms of safety, I'm talking emotional safety, mental safety, physical safety, sexual safety, kind of put those at risk, we tend to continue these safety behaviours as we move forward into our adult lives. And sometimes we end up perpetrating the very experiences we're trying to avoid. So just to give you an example, in... In our lives, we have learned particular ways to cope and survive. And one of these ways to cope or survive might have been to be ahead of everyone. So to be super alert to anyone possibly hurting us or harming us or speaking badly of us. And so what happens if we've used that as a way of coping um, in the past and it's worked in the past? We'll continue that into our adulthood. Where I see that become very challenging for people is when they're unable to build trust with others because this is so strongly embedded in the way that they approach relationships, that there is so much mistrust, that they are super alert to finding reasons to mistrust people, sometimes, and then hanging on to people that are mistrusting. So if you believe that everyone's untrustworthy, it makes it much harder to distinguish between those you can trust and those you can't, which can result in either isolation or it can result in a lack of boundaries. So it's really important to think about when you're looking at your cycles in your life, to think about how have they been influenced by my history? 
And would I like them to be informed differently to how I've always done things? So for most people, these cycles that repeat, and I've met people in their 60s and 70s with it repeating, um, it's the same cycle that, that gets triggered in an effort to stay safe. We call them defences. So when that's happening, if we see ourselves caught in a cycle, it's really important that we find some way to be supported, usually by an external person, someone who's non-biased, who we can build some kind of relationship with and positive regard, and that we then look at what it is in the cycle that I'm continuing. And this can be a really helpful way to break patterns, especially emotionally um, driven patterns. So we might know something logically, but when it comes to the emotional Mo the moment to do something, our emotional protection kicks in. I see this a lot with relationships and it comes up a lot in relationship and life coaching because both of those areas are massively influenced by our developmental years. So I hope that was helpful. You can find out more on my blog at sheilawalsh.com slash articles. You'll find links in the bio. Thanks for listening to The Tilted Podcast, and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. If you'd like to sponsor The Tilted Coaching Podcast, simply pop over to patreon.com slash tiltedcoaching and sponsor the podcast for as little as a cup of coffee a month. If I didn't say it correctly, pop over to the link in the bio, visit the Patreon page and become a sponsor. Thanks a million.